Welcome back. Joining me as we unpack the day's market action is Imtiaz Suleiman from Sentio Capital. Thank you so much for your time, Imtiaz. Of course, let's start off with macro, and that is the Fed. We had those minutes being released last night from the November meeting. Of course, a hugely uh, anticipated commentary there. Um, would you say that judging from how markets have reacted to the, those Fed minutes, interpreting them as less hawkish going forward, that the Fed is quite satisfied with what they've done with the big interest rate hikes yeah thanks good evening zanati i think um what we've seen come out of the minutes is that the big rate increases are certainly behind us the fed is aware that monetary policy acts with a leg and they've increased rates quite significantly since the low due to the pandemic and those effects still need to filter into the system so inflation you know has been coming down around the world um, and in the US as well. And the market took that, that you, we are going to get maybe 50 basis points increases and then ultimately down to 25 with the risk of, you know, a recession still ahead. So still cautious, but overall, um, it looks like the big rate increases are certainly behind us. Ah, all right. Well, let's talk about the sub, which also implemented its third consecutive 75 basis point hike, now bringing the repo rate to 7%. Do you think the hawkishness that we're seeing from the sub is overdone or still appropriate, judging from the inflation print that we got yesterday? Yeah, if we just um, look back to yesterday, the inflation number that came out at 7.6% was higher than what the market expected and certainly what the Saab also expected. You know, they were expecting inflation to come down to around 7.3%. But on balance, um, our Reserve Bank has been quite on the front foot. They raised interest rates early on in uh, coming out of the COVID pandemic. But inflation risks are still to the upside. Um, we're in a difficult situation where we've got GDP growth slowing. Um, and, you know, the Reserve Bank is talking about growth of only 1.1% next Yo. year. And there's a big hit to that number due to load shedding of around 0.6%. So that's having a big impact. And unfortunately, inflation is still above um, the target band of 3 to 6%. So the sub you know, it was pretty much consensus that they were going to raise rates by 75 uh, basis points um, today. Yeah. Uh, but I think we're also getting to, to smaller rate hikes uh, from here on by the sub. All right. Well, let's get to some of the corporate uh, numbers that came out of the JSC. And let's start off with Mr. Price. You know, when I was looking at those results, I mean, Mr. Price, which is usually uh, a favorite. I mean, I, just reading there, I knew that the market would be disappointed. And although their numbers were positive, you kind of got the sense, like a, a tone of disappointment, even from the Mr. Price team, because they also said, for example, looking at their top line, that they missed their own internal targets what numbers stood out for you there yeah i think if you drill down into the result um there was a big contrast between apparel performance and homeware uh, performance yeah and that that was the big standout and it does seem to be that there's some normalization in homeware as um the economy opens up people going back to work you know during the pand pandemic there was a lot of focus on making your environment where where you're working because people are spending more time at home uh sort of sprucing up that environment so the homeware division was certainly the big disappointment and then if you look at some of the other numbers 
they again speak about the impact of load shedding. You know, 56% of trading days affected by load shedding. They had a new system implementation which affected trading as well. So there were a few disappointments in the result. Um, cash generation still very strong, hence mm. the dividend and the increased dividend. And there's still the Studio 88 acquisition that uh, needs to come through, although that's done, but we will still we'll see that impact in the next half of the year. So I think yeah. they still have some levers, but overall a bit tough. Yeah. All right. Quite interesting when you look at the different dynamics of the different retailers. You had Lewis also coming out with their results. Uh, their traditional businesses being supported by credit sales. And then you had their cash-based business uh, struggling a lot because obviously of the constrained uh, consumer. And I know that there's also quite usually uh, some nervousness when it comes to their debtors book. But they've come out to say that's actually uh, quite healthy. So is Lewis just really a company that knows how to work its way around a debt-based environment and that we can maybe rest assured that they will navigate this current environment quite nicely? Yeah, I think that, that's a good question. They've been extending credit um, you know, ever since and they've managed their book very well. There has been a change in that mix as they've made some acquisitions. So the likes of UFO is more a cash-based retailer. And we've seen the pressure come uh, from the UFO because of a more um, constrained consumer. Mm. So again, credit sales up 16%, um, cash sales were down, um, reflecting that uh, dynamic. But overall, you know, Lewis does generate a decent amount of cash. And what helped them during this period again was the share buybacks, which supported earnings to some extent. Uh, all right. Just quickly before I get to your stock pick, I want to talk about Southern Sun. I will be having a conversation with the CEO shortly. Um, they've swung from a loss to a profit, uh, seeing good recovery in all market segments, although saying that they're still waiting for a significant uptick in business travel and international travel. What did you make of that performance? Yeah, I think um, you know overall occupancies are trending in the right direction. They've come come from twenty one percent up to forty nine percent, and September was a significantly better number. They talk about uh, you know different uh, dynamics between the different regions, whereby um, the Western Cape is seeing good demand for ho hotels uh, in particular, and that's some of. Um, sort of pre-planning by consumers as mm. they try and lock in better flight rates. Because if you just look at the flight um, rates to Cape Town, they've gone up quite significantly. Yeah. But Gauteng and, and KwaZulu-Natal are still lagging and those regions um, still have yet to recover. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to your stock pick for today, MTS. I'm going with Adidas. Um, the share price has come under pressure as they've navigated some of the challenges and the the uh, partnership with um, the Yeezy brand has been dissolved. So from here on, they need to hone in on their manufacturing abilities, try and get better manufacturing abilities and that margin up. Um, you know, they've got the new CEO coming uh, from Puma. He comes with a good reputation. And I think it's a turnaround story from here. They've got a good brand. China is reopening, which is a big market for them. And um, the US is still doing um, much better than the other regions. So overall, I think there's a, a bit of a turnaround story for Adidas. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time and for your, your analysis today, MTS. That was MTS Suleiman from Sencio Capital.